Welcome to a new edition of Inappropriate Earl. I'm not really sure what edition this will be because we're going out of sequence right now. And uh, we got very special guest today, the most controversial man in L.A. comedy, Carlos Rara. Took a sabbatical from the scene. And uh, his partner in crime, Eric, back in the New York Gruber, he's a controversial figure himself. Uh, we're going to jump right into the meat of the bone. We also have Lois here. Lois will be just supervising things while my producer, Ari Manis, is currently on his way to Oregon doing some shitty Tribble run. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, Carlos is already texting... He's a real Palmer. Carlos has uh, taken a break from the L.A. comedy scene. How about speaking into the mic? Uh, you told me I couldn't speak into the mic. You waved me off. Well, because I'm trying to intro you guys. Okay, well, I'm here now. And this is uh, going to be the hottest podcast since uh, the Esther pilot, which <laughs> Carlos was a part of. And I think Sandy farting was the best part of the <laughs> episode. I watched it on the computer right here at your place. I know. I Even my computer said turn this off. <laughs> I haven't seen overacting. You're getting controversial. I'm not controversial. It's everyone around me. <laughs> Stick closer to each other. Neither controversial nor are we part of the L.A. comedy scene. I think yeah. you got two things wrong about that. So. Yeah, I didn't take a sabbatical. I just well, you actually did. It was more of a forced sabbatical. <laughs> Because, and you guys also, probably the most controversial uh, episode ever in the scene of L.A. comedy, the, the joke thief takedown. Uh, you know, you guys were the masterminds the of the... Of 2009. Yeah, 2009. <laughs> we're going back a little bit here. a while ago. This is a retro show. Um, you know, Carlos, what have you uh, been up to lately? <laughs> Is this WTF? <laughs> no, no, this is FTW. <laughs> Fuck the world. <laughs> is that what black people mean when they write that on Twitter? <laughs> I don't know what black people mean. I'm, I'm, I believe in all races. Um, they're allowed on a new social networking site that I'm developing called Black Facebook. Hello. <laughs> How long have you been doing that show? Uh, probably 07. about, uh, that's been with me since 05 when I was, <laughs> uh, king of the open mics in the Valley. And then, uh, which you still have the title of. I do. Uh, I've, I've been told I'm Van nice to North Hollywood, Van nice to North Hollywood and certain parts of Ventura and Woodland Hills. Oof. I've been called the, uh, Dane cook of shitholes. <laughs> so is he? Well, well, uh, <laughs> now he, Title. Not what's all I got. That's all I got I in LA comedy. You. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you guys interview me? And, uh, Can we look at your history list on your computer? No, no. <laughs> I took my computer into the uh, Mac store at the Beverly Center, and for whatever reason, the guy had to hit G, and uh, ghettogaggers.com <laughs> popped up like 140 times. <laughs> And uh, he was an African American. Roses, Roses but you you turned me on to Backpage.com. Oh, I didn't. I well, he was controversial king of Backpage. But now he's getting. Uh, Why am I so controversial? Because you're like uh, you're kind of like the Angeline of L.A. comedy. <laughs> you're everywhere, but you're nowhere. <laughs> it's you're, that girl that that the. 
the you, Corvette. Pink Corvette. Yeah. yeah. I used to see her at my gym at six in the morning, boy. What gym? Uh, the gyms your gym <laughs> sports connection on ocean park you check into every gym every day it's the only thing that keeps me sane you man. used to live out by ocean park no no well no it's not but i mean you know it just occupies my time i already went to the gym today i know you're you're ham and egging it at equinox trying to i know i had a nice steam i, I saw bet the guy you from did mean girls in the locker room it was a nice time the the guy yeah <laughs> he's always there <laughs> Uh, who did I see there yesterday? The uh, black guy from Sons of Anarchy. So. Are you okay? Billy Brown. Are you okay? He's a good actor, man. I went right up to him. Said August. <laughs> That's his name in the show. What did he say back? He's like, "What's up, man?" <laughs> Get the fuck away from me. It's Pretty like, much. I mean, I kind of. Get away from me. So you're Officer Mike Anderson from Dexter. I mean, <laughs> he's... remember when I ran into you on Holloway and La Cienega at 7 Eleven at 3 in the morning? Oh, yeah, that was the same night I met the guy from Lethal Weapon <laughs> at O'Ross. You know, the guy in the nightclub scene where they're trying to intimidate with the lighter? Yeah, I know. I was leaving the Holloway Motel. Uh, yeah, you the were. Al uh... No, the Alta Cienega Motel. It's where Jim Morrison used to live. Yeah, well. <laughs> Morrison, uh, <laughs> right? That Jamie Morrison, yeah, Jamie Salita. <laughs> Jamie Salita is one of the most beloved uh, homosexual comics in the community, and he's uh, offered to be my first if I ever fray into the uh, world of uh, super fragile Asian gay guy. Yeah, he yeah. said I would be an otter in the gay scene. That's what my title would be. I, I don't know, but I would be an otter. So I'm not like a bear or mm. like a twink or anything. I would just be an otter. I would be a, a jackhammer top. <laughs> You've really looked into this, haven't you? It's really detailed. You mean you are a jackhammer <laughs> top? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was just top or bottom, but you're like a whole new level. There's different variations of top. Yeah, there's jackhammer top. There's pig tops. You'll... <laughs> <laughs> who'll do anything i just want making sure this is recording oh yeah we're live oh yeah <laughs> we're not live <laughs> uh, i mean this is going to get about as many hits as uh you know your podcast <laughs> alley cats or whatever it was called <laughs> i mean that thing had the setup of a uh, ham radio station you know i'm in a kitchen talking about steam room stories <laughs> I steam room today was great. Oh, I bet it was. Would you see Brian Trolet from the Hills in there? <laughs> your old coworker. Yeah, yeah, damaged goods. And whatever uh, happened to your pilot? Dude, I think the pilots on 9/11 had a better day. <laughs> this podcast is just uh, best of Earl's back of the room assassinations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, if you've ever been to the comedy store late night, no we, one has ever. <laughs> it's just us and like two other people. A couple ham and eggers in the back, just you know, making fun of people, and then uh, usually at the end of the night, I'll whip out my dick and uh, do a Buffalo Bill impression. Career suicide is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> dude, I was uh, in a Doritos commercial like five years ago. Oh, well, you, like the first commercial you got, like your first year in L.A., you got a commercial. Got my first two nationals. <laughs> National commercials. So, when? Uh, this is like an 80, uh, 88, dude. Still collecting money off of it? Yeah, dude, I got to rejoin SAG to collect. I've got <laughs> How's it been going since then? 
Uh, well, here's the thing. I got f- first two auditions, a United Airlines commercial and a Pepsi commercial. What do you do in the United... They have United Airlines commercials? Yeah, they did with Mike Singletary. I was a football player in the 50s, and then they go f- from football players on the train. Did you see this on YouTube? No, no. You don't no, have to pitch so, me the commercial. It's no, no. There. And then they, they go from... F- we're football players in the 50s traveling on some shitty train, and then they go to like Mike Singletary on the Concord. It's like the difference between oh, okay. you know, decades. And then the Pepsi commercial, I was the star of the commercial. What did you do? You just drank a Pepsi? The, we were losing the game, and... Are you all, a football player in everything? No, no. Hockey commercial. Uh, it was a hockey, and... Uh, are you sure you didn't just write this? Don't you have a jersey room? Here? Yeah, but I'm out of the jersey world. It just ever, <laughs> ever since. <laughs> yeah, you spent a million dollars on on authentic game worn jerseys. Ever since Barry Katz. Uh, uh, Barry, I did a pilot for Barry Katz, and right before I went on, he's like, "You can't wear those on stage." I'm like, "Why not, man?" He's like, "The fucking logos, you dummy." <laughs> When and he said that? that literally as I'm about to go on. So then I bombed horribly. I knew I was in trouble when uh, Dave Taylor was the only one laughing at my set. And, uh, <laughs> real dark and dirty. Whitney was the host. So. I remember. How long ago was that? That was. Sardos? Oh, no. Oh, no. That was Eli Whitney was the host. Of that. <laughs> See, you're not going to get this kind of humor on anyone else's podcast. It's just. <laughs> For a reason. You're just not going to get this kind of Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were going to go with that, actually. <laughs> it's a standard, you know, hey, tell us about your, you know, not on inappropriate Earl. You're, we're going to get right to the dirt, the meat of the bone. Uh, well, Whitney hosted a Barry Katz stand-up pilot. At the comedy store. Main was, room? Yeah, main, packed main room. Really? Cameras everywhere, lights. I mean, it was the full production. But usually the lights are on no matter what. All right. <laughs> so, not in the main room. Uh that place is as dark as a set of roots most nights. <laughs> hey, a uh, little hint out there. Just watch Roots Backwards. It ends better. hey I heard you tell that joke on a podcast 20 minutes ago. I know. About Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 12 Years a Slave. A lot of people don't know this, but if you watch Dallas Buyers Club or Philadelphia Backwards, they get healthier. hey <laughs> Tom Hanks gains weight, the lesions disappear, and he's just banging away, holed up with his boyfriend Joey in the bathhouse. Dumb bastard. That's my uh, Bill Duke line from American Gigolo. Uh, Checking in with Lois right now. Lois, anything to say? Nothing. <laughs> Lois undefeated at Michael Vick's house, 12-0. and 0. Hello. <laughs> um, so let's get... Uh, Back on topic, we strayed a bit. What you was know. the topic? No topic. The topic was um, meat of the bone. The meat of the bone. I mean, you, you know. ever have the bone marrow at Moza? <laughs> <laughs> bone of the meats. <laughs> it might be the worst podcast ever. I mean, it's the, how are we done? Let me check the recording time. Uh, two minutes have passed. Yeah. Oh uh, no. I mean. At, uh, when I get a little more up to speed with What's technology. The net- what network are we on? This is going to be on, uh, I think, Ari Manis' stand-up. Uh, what other podcasts are on? Well, he's got uh, <laughs> Jeremiah Watkins. Okay. Uh, Melissa Villasenor. Future Matt TV star. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I think he's got... <laughs> the uh working network. <laughs> this guy always networking. This guy's the only guy who's networking on an unaired podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get in with Villasenor. Maybe you can see... 
submit one of your spec scripts to Mad TV. Workaholics or New Girl? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I got a uh, spec script I just gave to Lorenzo Lamas's people, uh, Renegade. Black Ice is a very good uh, b- book being turned into a movie right What's now. What's the stamp that says draft on it? What draft is it? It's the first draft. draft. Oh. Don't you know about fucking Hollywood, baby? <laughs> and right next to uh, Black Ice is uh, Stephen Piercy's book, The Singer for Rat. I'll be... Uh, uh, yeah, you can be a badass. That's my new you book, man. Badass. You yeah. are a badass. How to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. It's by a girl. I know, but I mean, that's why this podcast is capable of being aired because I finally found my inner soul. Yeah, you're a 3% guy. I'm a 3% guy. What does that mean? Body, body fat? No, no. no uh, I thought that too. Say what it means, Earl. 97% of guys don't know how to treat chicks, man, and you got to be a 3%er. How do you treat chicks then? Uh, only use the phone and uh, never for text? never text. Uh, you know, use the phone for dates only, and uh, so you don't talk on the phone a lot. Because if you talk on the phone a lot, then what's the point of meeting up? True, man. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of guys do. Earl in 2013, apparently. It's a new Earl, man. I mean, you know, I took chatting a, up with the waitresses on the phone. You just gotta throw enough meat out on the line to get some bait back. <laughs> you know, I mean, er, Eric's just reading the book now. Er, yeah. Once you know what the beast looks like, you can slay it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you, Wait, you, Earl, I want to talk about your dick pic. You keep sending me. Made its rounds, hasn't it? Well, I mean, uh, you know, uh, dick pics in the comedy world are like trading cards. I mean, you gotta no, like. <laughs> Who else has dick pics? You gotta get on the horsemen. Our neighbors. I mean, well, yeah, but you know, saying to the same girls. We're one of the uh, and guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you sent it to me. I forget. I like to say. Well, it all started one night because Jeff Richards. Uh, Asked what my uh, ex-lady friend's uh, vagina looked like. So I sent him, I said, here it is. And it was my dick pic. Yeah. Is it that picture you sent me? Uh, the first one. Yeah. You like. Oh, you I only got it? one. Yeah. You I'll, sent me. Oh, yeah. I sent it to Gruber. Yeah. I sent it to him. Yeah, well, let me. Uh, I sent pro- it to Stephanie Simbari too, per your request at the, <laughs> at the waste well, No, I told you to uh, send it to uh, certain people just to get it out there in circulation and, uh, have you gotten any, you know, res- what's the response been? The response is, Two ooh, thumbs down. <laughs> two balls up. Two thumbs up your ass. Um, I mean, you know, it. this is, uh, I mean, that's the real deal. <laughs> Earl just shut, okay, Lois is scratching now. <laughs> Lois has seen it before. Even Lo- uh, Lois has seen a lot of things uh, in this house. I mean, this is the real deal here. Now, How much know, was this condo again? This condo was... Uh, <laughs> 2001, 371. I bought it from two gay drug dealers. Uh, turnkey, as they say in the real estate business. And, uh, yeah, they throw in a key you can turn. And, uh, you can, uh, you know, here we are. We got a 70 inch TV. Great to watch porn on. And, uh, I know you send me, uh, pictures of you watching porn. <laughs> and every time I see Matthew Mode. Oh, those are hockey fight tapes. That's your point. There's literally yeah. 50 of them right there. And then whenever I see private school on uh, with Matthew Modine, I take a screenshot of it and tweet it to him. And <laughs> Have uh, you ever he tweets me back. Dude. Really? He tweets me back every single time. Really? I'm like, hey, look who's How getting... How many followers does he have? Uh, probably like 30,000. Who is he, Esther? Oh. It's Mike. Well, Esther's working it. She's out there on the beat. 
I mean, you know, I, I don't really uh, see her too much anymore, but uh, she's on the east side. Full metal jacket, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a private joker. Right. And, uh, uh, parody porn and just call it Full Metal Jacket. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I got a few uh, parody porns in production right now as we speak. Uh, <laughs> really? They're in development? Yep, one's uh, they're in development at uh, Tit and the Ringer Productions. Okay. Uh, one's about hockey called Two Girls in a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and, heard uh, that one. <laughs> and then one's about stunt work called uh, Jackass to Mouth. And, uh, in 3D, 3D. Uh, Johnny Coxville is... Uh, he's, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then uh, all right. Let's uh, you know meat of the bone. The meat. You are getting engaged. Are you are engaged? Yeah, I am engaged. Ridiculous. I mean, uh, you know what? I Eric saw it and he texted me, and I was driving back to L.A. and uh, and Eric goes, "Congratulations! Totally thought you were gay." <laughs> Eric, who? Gruber, Gru your other guest. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Who's the Gruber? <laughs> Do you not know his first name? <laughs> Wait, dude, where's your ring, Gruber. though? What kind of engagement is this? You don't even have a ring. What? I don't wear the yeah. ring. It's for women. You take it off when you go to Equinox so you can <laughs> bird dod those How twats. many men wear an engagement ring? Most people get engaged. <laughs> they all No, do. I thought just the Did woman. Did you get her a ring? Yes, obviously. Where'd you get it from? Zales? Yeah. Where'd you get the ring from? I got it on Etsy.com. Etsy.com. <laughs> from some, no, it's nice. I got it from some like gold shop out in yeah, San Francisco. I bet. Uh, yeah, most guys get a gold engagement ring. What are you, the two no, guys? No, it's called Gold Adore. It's <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys it's from? It's also the, the name of a brothel. Uh <laughs> what did you guys get it from the two Arab guys from Casino? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice. It costs a pretty penny. Now, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you shine the penny up and gave it to the arab guy with the loop jesus no yeah i am engaged i didn't know i was supposed to wear an engagement ring i've never heard of that now where did you meet this broad uh, i met her at a comedy show uh, now this is because you uh have kind of transformed from the <laughs> hollywood comedy scene into the uh, alt scene you're an alt comic now no i mean i just want to do comedy i'm not an alternative comedian i'm an alternative tragedy you've been at the comedy store you've been i think a few times at the factory you set up home base at the improv for a little bit and then you i uh, might be going back there by the way the what to, on the comedy juice to rub elbows with ben glebe <laughs> Trying to get on uh, his uh, podcast and maybe rub up against Brian Scalaro. Jesus, dude. I haven't been to the improv on a comedy juice night in a while. So how do you know this broad? You met her on at some alt comedy show. Yeah. No, she does not have a podcast. Everyone has a podcast now. No, I met her at a comedy show in Los Feliz through my friend Sean. Yeah, Palace through my friend Sean. Really? What happened? Let's get, let's get to this part. We'll get to your engagement, your sham engagement. <laughs> Why did you eat it at the palace? It was, it was just it was all scene, and I got nervous, oh. and there was too many people. And How much time did you have? You know, it felt it felt like three hours. It was three minutes. Uh, it was terrible. What is an alt crowd? Like people who would find Brody it's like, it's, funny? It's an everyday crowd. 
everyone finds Brody fun. But I mean, people who would be like, oh, this guy's no, different. It was a bunch of people talking about the mic. It was like, oh, it was like all self-referential kind of like, oh, I'm an open mic or oh, this this seems the best. You just did material. Yeah, I did material. It was dumb. Um, I just got thrown for a bit. I'm gonna do Earl's jokes at the palace next week. You should, dude. Like Maybe I could make the jump into being an alt comic. I always tell you to come with me to the mics. Yeah, but I can't do open mics in, in my mid forties anymore. <laughs> just... yeah, I really, and the the, the mics that like it was just a sea of comedians. There was not yeah. one real like audience member there. Like in a whole pl- in a whole block, it seemed there was not one real person. Yeah, I mean, I just like don't didn't want to make these idiots laugh. I really don't care about making Eric Charles Nielsen laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, he's credits. a nice guy. Yeah, he's I saw real. him on the Community Season 5 premiere. Yeah, he, tomorrow show with him. He's, fun. he's, no, he's a cool Did guy. Did you do it this Saturday? No, no. Oh. What are you on, the 12 Shiny Nichols show? <laughs> that doesn't even exist anymore. With, with, with Bilac trying to get in with the Boner City crowd. <laughs> you and O'Neal can talk about the baby Esther and... I mean, technically, not the Boner City crowd. I thought it we might be. I mean, you know, we're we're working for a network home. If uh, Ari Manis uh, doesn't, uh, you know, get it together. Who are your sponsors on this? Who um, I'm working on sponsors. We got Hot Rod, pills. Hot Rod Five Thousand. Seriously, you're trying to get them? Express interest. Uh, the uh, <laughs> they express interest. Who did you contact? And then they said they got, we're interested. They got a boner. They. <laughs> And uh, also the uh, pill uh, Black Snake. It's, I've never taken Black Snake. It works, man. I've never taken a dick pill ever. Explain what a dick pill is. Well, how old are you? 32. All right. Well, I'm 13 years older than you, man. So, you know, I am. Dude. I mean, I'm trying out for old faces in Montreal. <laughs> it's going to be me and Argus. Get you hard and uh, when you, well uh, both. Yeah. I mean, you when you blow it out, you're able to. Uh, <laughs> when you blow out the baby batter throughout your wormhole, uh, Jesus, you can. Uh, That's what this fucking podcast should be called. The wormhole. The baby wormhole. batter. The, <laughs> the worm germ. Uh, but you know, uh, and then black snake makes it bigger. I mean, you know, trust me when girls see. So what was I, that picture? How much dick pills were you on? I know. I was on no dick pills That's in that picture. such a picture. lie. I swear to God. When are you not God. on dick pills? Yeah, aren't you always on Have pills? you been taking the semen shooters? No, no. I don't really care about blowing out baby batter in volume. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, I just want the girl to, when she sees John Henry come out of his pants. <laughs> How, why did John you Henry, he's an old friend of mine. <laughs> why did you name your dick John Henry? It's just the way, you know, I thought he needed a name, and uh, John Henry was my favorite racehorse as a child. <laughs> Who has a favorite, only a Skakel has a favorite racehorse. Yeah. <laughs> but I used you're, to be... the Kentucky Skakel. Derby every year. Showing. <laughs> I used to be heavily involved in the uh, thoroughbred racing community. Were you a fluffer? <laughs> yeah. I mean... Uh, you know, Seattle Slough, uh, you know, Affirmed, Aladar, uh, the famed White Horse. What happens if you watch Seabiscuit backwards? Um, I jack off. And, uh, and then there was the great White Horse Vigers. What? Vigers was the best horse to watch because he would always start out dead last. I mean, he was so far back, you couldn't even see him in the camera. And then... As he would enter the final stretch, he would just race and win. I mean, he Where just. Where would you go watch these races? At Hollywood, Hollywood Park. Park. Uh, Isn't that which closing? they just closed down. Oh, 
tragedy. I got a tip once from a black guy wearing no shoes, <laughs> and uh, cost me about fifty thousand dollars. Really? I had the pick six. I had the pick six, which is you have to pick the six, the six straight winners. I think it's from the third to the ninth race, and if you pick all six, you win. You can win like a hundred grand or whatever it was. I had the numbers. This black dude with. Hey, what were you about to say? No. So, <laughs> this uh, dark skinned. <laughs> we gotta get the sound effects in for that. It's like when Ric Flair did that one clip of talking about Herschel Walker. He's like, for all you black folk out there, you know what word he really wanted to use. I don't. Actually, I just had an audition. Oh yeah. Yeah. For what? Sons of Anarchy. Really? Yeah. Who sent you out? It's my favorite. The Rain Agency, commercial and theatrical in uh, Santa Monica. What is it called? The Great uh, The Rain, R E I, uh, I guess. Yeah. G N. Laura Suhu. Of course, it's Rain. Yeah. Or Silver Rain on, uh, you know, strip club Silver on Olympic rain. and Bundy. And, uh, I've been there. I bet you have. Uh, I bet That's you right have. That's right next to Plan B, right? I have, yep. I have a, a VIP card, the Silver Rain. Uh, under Wait, the how did you get the VIP card? Uh, trust me, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a punch card, isn't it? It's yeah. VIP well, card. I'm on number nine. I get a free laugh. <laughs> free Subway sandwich. I get a free. Uh, You're eating at a strip club? Free, free yeah, yeah, the the roast beef looks like something they threw away at the vaginal rejuvenation clinic. I mean, Jesus. Um, I mean, girl, I went to a fully nude place once on uh, Laurel Canyon. Uh, was Valley? It? Yeah, Deja Vu. They had a great uh, tagline, thousands of pretty women, three ugly ones. Yeah, I've seen that before. And I think the three ugly ones were working that night. And uh, I like uh, that one. What's foreplay? I've been there with Gruber, right? Oh, Have yeah. Been there? Then the West Side? Yeah, it's on Cotner. I think Gail is a friend who works there. Oh, really? Yeah, Gail. Gail. Yeah. Judy Geller, Judy Fantasy Geller. Island. Yeah, why haven't we been to Fantasy Island yet? Um, there's too many, uh, you know. Too many spies. Girl, like befriended her. It's like gotten in a friend zone with a stripper from Fantasy Island. Yeah, welcome, my friends, to <laughs> Fantasy Island. <laughs> Uh, so Where'd you meet her? Oh yeah, pavilions. I, I met yeah, I met her at pavilions in the watermelon aisle. Yeah. <laughs> There's and no the, watermelon aisle, by the way. There's and just a little just, air. And I said, "Wow, check out those watermelons!" And she goes, she lifts up her shirt and goes, "They're not as nice as these." And I'm like, "Ooh!" <laughs> it didn't happen. I swear <laughs> to God, that was <laughs> where I first met uh, Ava from Fantasy Island. If you're ever in the West LA area, please go see Ava. Uh, she will only when I have camera ready, because oh, I mean, <laughs> camera ready I mean, for it, your own. I mean, that's we got to have a two camera shoot like there and there, and then uh, why not? I'm not on the camera one. Well, I mean, it's just too much money right now. It's like All five right, well, grand. Well, bring got, me back on the camera one. You got to buy a splitter, you know. So and it's just like are you gonna have a whole production here? I, well, I'd like to. Yeah, Ari Manis doesn't have that in his. Uh, well, I have to pay for everything, so uh, <laughs> it tells you how to do work your own things. We're kind of a low budget production. I mean, this is where the peanuts and popcorn would be. Uh, <laughs> that's so. Anyway, I have this audition for Sons of Anarchy as white supremacist number five. Did you get it? Well, I can't There's believe nothing more perfect for you. Based on you as well. I can't believe they found four guys more racist than me. So <laughs> I went in there, very. Uh, <laughs> 
Very intimidating audition. Kurt Sutter was there. He's the creator of the show, Rain yeah. Rider of the show. And they had the main black actor, Billy Brown. Okay. He's the leader of the black uh, gang on Sons of Anarchy. So you have to call him the N word? Well, that's the thing. I go in there I and they're like, <laughs> Would you shave your head? Would you shave your head? I'm like, Yeah, it grows back. And he's like, Well, would you get extensive tattoos? I'm like, They're not permanent. He's like, No, it's henna tattoos, but it'll take about 12 hours to put on and it will last for about a month, month and a half. I'm like, Yeah, it's fine. You know, it'll wash out. He's like, well, this is a question we've uh, lost a lot of people on. Uh, are you comfortable seeing the N-word on camera? And I just leaned in and said, and get paid? <laughs> and I haven't heard back from him. <laughs> and I had to it? say the line where I had to say, uh, you the know. The dirty I'd, word. Um, it was, uh, yeah, man, I'm not going to sell any more guns to the Mayans and the... And uh, I, the I Mayans? yeah, the, which is the Mexican gang on the show. So I kept screwing up the word Mayans just so I could say the second word over and over again. <laughs> and uh, I think that might have been an error in judgment. So, when was this audition? Um, actually, it never happened. I just oh, made the story up. Jesus, I just wanted dude. to. That's that's a false premise. No, no, I, it actually happened. I go out on a lot of auditions and oh, yeah. uh, I'm just trying to make it. Bench warmers too. A lot of unanswered questions. A lot uh, of commercial auditions. A lot of commercial auditions, and uh, you know, it's crazy. It's a, it's a way. You were in the business behind the camera at one point, didn't you? Work the mail room at TriStar. TriStar. Now he works the mail room. Yeah. Studs. <laughs> yeah. Studs <laughs> is a, the uh, mailman. <laughs> yeah, the mailman. <laughs> I used to play hockey with uh, O.J. Simpson's mailman. So. <laughs> Black Bruce. Black Bruce. Black Bruce. Yeah, he's a real yeah, I worked in the mail room. It was just like anything. I just delivered mail with a suit on. At what agency? I was at APA as an assistant at William Morris as mailroom guy and then like a floater in the talent department. Oh, I bet you were a floater. Yeah. That's the term. <laughs> now, why uh, didn't you stick uh, behind the scenes? Uh, I just, I don't know. I wanted to do comedy. I wanted to write. You can't really do those things when you're at an agency. But you like, don't do them now. Jesus, dude. I was on a pilot last year. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> on YouTube. You got, <laughs> oh, yeah, is it still up? You got the acting chops of Triple H in a wrestling sketch. The other guest doesn't even know what the reference is. <laughs> I mean, your acting is about on par with John Cena. Do you know who John Cena is? He's a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Is he a congressman? Well, he might be. I know Dolph Ziggler. He's like hockey, horse racing, and wrestling. And escorts. Escorts. So guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you make it seem like I'm the guy who likes all these hookers and rub outs. Oh, who else does? You tell me about them. Jesus. Hey, Earl, Earl, go on Backpage. It's a great site. Hey, Earl, go on Eros. Hey, Earl, go on... <laughs> LA-exotics.com. Earl called me at 3 in the morning like a couple months ago to tell me a story about going to LAX. Oh, man. And then he flew away on vacation. I flew away on vacation. I mean... I used to do a comedy show at the Ramada Inn. Yeah. On Century? Yeah, yeah. A real situation. Every, every Thursday night. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there, you sometimes, you know, if you don't have a lot of TV credits in this business, you have trouble getting stage time, so you have to go to, uh, let's just say, darker Internet. parts of town. <laughs> darker to, parts. The VFW. I did a show in the VFW area the other night. Um, very few whites, and uh, <laughs> I literally was sold because of the color of my car that I had to get out of there by ten o'clock. That's so fun. It was you were a, in a crip uh, area. Crip neighborhood and I have a Where were you? You have I a was red on car. Crenshaw Normandy at the uh, Reginald Denny Comedy Palace. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all brick building. Hello Now what are you guys up to now? I mean we've covered a lot of ground. Not really, but we've covered uh <laughs> Gruber, what are you up to? Where what do you I, go up? I mean What am I up to? I'm just, you know, I'm just excited I got through the holidays. I don't know. Where did I go up? I'm going to go to the comedy store tonight. I took a little break from the comedy store. Uh, I'm going to try to go back tonight. I uh, was at Flappers the other night. Yeah, that's a great venue. <laughs> yeah. Um, They've had more bad shows than Spike TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going out wherever I can. I took a little break. I took like a break over the holidays to, you know, I kind of got burnt out on comedy, which just seems very easily. It's a horrible it's fucking tough. scene. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Um, but I'm back and I'm feeling okay. Uh, I bet. You know, I did some spots in New York over the holidays, which was fun. I like New York better. Because um, there's more shows. There's more shows and... There's just the people, you know, there's like real people like walking around. It's not ever. ever I was just I drove here. I drove down Santa Monica and it's like all these beautiful, happy people everywhere. And I was like, oh, give me some real miserable people. That's what I want to see walking around. Yeah. Uh, and that's what New York was like. Um, so I don't know. Um I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing, I Because you and uh, Carlos are one of the funnier dudes I know. and uh, Oh, they're sweet. We're just, you know, it's a shame guys oh, like thanks, us man. have to resort to this podcast to uh, get any traction. What are you doing with sunglasses? These on? are nice sunglasses. What are you, Glenn Fry in the <laughs> sexy girl video? These are nice sunglasses. Warby Parker's. Yeah, would you get those? They're the, from New York. The same place you got the silver ring from Zales. <laughs> Now, did you ask your lady friend to marry you? Or no, I threw it at her face and said, Mar <laughs> "What do you think I did?" I don't know. That's what. Summer. And how do you know this yeah. girl's the one? I don't know, Earl. I just figured it out. Well, how did you figure it out? I just thought about it one I day. I mean, this means no longer can you go okay. out with <laughs> your big titted writer friends on the prowl at the Pikey Bar <laughs> or the Dent. Greenberg. <laughs> That's what he's talking about. She ran into her at the comedy store. I ran into dude, them. I met, I met some girl, huge tits. I mean, she was uh, huge tits, dude. With she was, was she with a wrestler? She said she knew you. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, I think, New Year's Eve night at the comedy store. New Year's I was at a nice restaurant that night. Cliff's yeah. Edge on Sunset. Where? Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Oh, Gleason told me. I bet she did. Highland, Highland Park. Yeah, yeah I was... At Equinox, and then uh, <laughs> I went to uh, Champagne yeah, popping something. I mean, uh, more uh, a lot of flying objects in that place. I mean, Equinox is out of control. I I think instead of you know, the, you have to do a retinal scan to get into the executive locker room, but with the makeout of that place, I think they should do an anal scan. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can uh, currently see the star of Dumbbells, Fabio. Uh, he's you, great. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I mean, he's he, been going there for years, as long as I've been going. I actually admire Fabio. I mean, there's a guy with uh, very little acting talent who still gets work. Does he? Yeah, I mean, there's a guy with romance cover still. Are you a talented actor? Uh, I think when it's uh, the role is right for me, I can... Uh, like hockey player. <laughs> like <laughs> racist. Pedophile. Ra I'm not a racist. I'm, you know, see, that's the bad thing about, you know, a guy. The truth? <laughs> that's the bad thing about the truth is that everyone calls Listen, me a racist. First of all, I don't say the N-word in public. No, instead you go, no. I mean, I'll tell you the first time I heard that word. It's it's a great the story. Bel Air Country Club, right? Bel Air Country oh, Club. I remember. Playing golf, yeah. shot bogey golf on the front nine of Bel Air, which is bogey golf is one over par for every hole. So you shoot nine over, you shoot 45 at Bel Air for the men's tees. You're pretty good for someone who doesn't practice. So I ran home. I told my uncle Jim, I said, Uncle Jim, I just shot bogey golf on the front nine of Bel Air. He looks at me now. I can't say the word, so I'm gonna I'm gonna substitute Armenian. For the N word, black. No, 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 no. I can't. I'm, so Armenian is the N word here. You can say what it's your podcast. I know, but oh, I can't. No. I, I don't believe in that word. So oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe it exists. I don't say that word in public. And uh, say it in in public, actually. Yeah, right. So uh, I said, <laughs> Uncle Jim, I I shot bogey golf on the front nine of Bel Air, and he looks at me and goes, Earl, that's Armenian golf. <laughs> That story isn't as good without the word. Involved. But not knowing what that word and you means, told, and then you I go down to the caddy yard <laughs> the next day where they're all Armenian. <laughs> wink, wink. And Eddie Vedder, what's he have to do with this? And uh, I said, the biggest black, I mean, Armenianist uh, caddy. Hey, big black, big Armenian Ray. So my uncle said I shot Armenian golf. <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, Earl, we love your uncle, but don't ever say that word again. Your I'm life like, changed. Why not? So. <laughs> obviously didn't take that. <laughs> yeah, you didn't oh, listen to him at all. I mean, listen, uh, you know, I marched with the blacks. Uh, the opposite direction. In the opposite direction. <laughs> guys stepping on my punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst podcast guest ever. <laughs> So, I'm keeping it going. You're keeping it going. It never gone. <laughs> gone. Uh, so you've got your Red Bull with you. What, what, what's a day in the life of Carlos? Uh, the, our viewers want to know. Your listeners want to know. They're not viewers. They're listeners. Well, they're probably not listening either. So. <laughs> um, I've been getting up early lately. Wait, wait, Eric, Are you? Wait, what time do you get up? Uh, between nine and noon. As soon as he kicks, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he kicks uh, the girl out and get beat it. <laughs> no, my uh, I I used to get up like at one every day. Right. My life, I would get up at one at my place in Laurel, and go down to. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's on the street I live on. It's What's the Drive. street you live on? I mean, let's ninety sixty seven Crescent Drive. Right, get get Google Earth. Everyone go there. Say hello to Carlos. He'll be the guy with the new girl script burning in the fireplace. <laughs> when are you going to come over? Uh, I've never been invited. Oh, yeah. I get the feeling you and your lady friend, I, I might not vibe with her. Why not? Why wouldn't you? 
she listens to me. Why wouldn't you vibe with her? Yeah. I don't think she would like my sense of humor. She seems like a very like. Seems like. What do you know her? No, I can just <laughs> tell by her picture what kind of chick what she is. What picture did you see? Some picture you guys posing like a lovebirdmatch.com photo. <laughs> at, uh, you know. Uh, but oh, I, that her mom put up. Richard's commented on it, something about cream. And yeah. I, I texted him, you're a real Armenian. <laughs> so i mean you know this is uh you know this is the way it is man i I can just tell by her look she's she's cool she's an alt-seeing girl she probably (laughs) she probably wouldn't get my fucking lorenzo lamas references and you know alt-seeing people are have a different sense of humor than i do What's your sense of humor? My sense of humor. Dude, it's high end. It's a high end sense of humor. High end 80s (laughs) freaker. uh, Freaker. You know. Metal comedy. 80s. Yeah, I mean, I'm like the 80s metal Dean Del Rey. (laughs) Then what is he? He's he's like the 90s grunge, you know, uh, freaker. (laughs) <laughs> you know? Yeah, I asked you. I asked Earl before you got here. I was like, "Are you gonna hook up with Judy Geller?" And he goes, "Oh, she's been with too many freakers back in the day." <laughs> well, I mean, no. I mean, she's been with like Steve Stevens, the guitar player from Billy Idol, who Wait, was the a- reason I got a pair of beautiful silver pants the other day at Barney's. <laughs> How Be- much? Uh, you know, because I was watching uh, the uh, you ever you know that instrumental from Top Gun. You know, is it? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, it's wait for the whammy bar to come in. <laughs> you start over. <laughs> and he had a pair of silver pants. I'm sure they asked Van Halen first, but he was busy. So they got the great, legendary uh, guitar player Steve Stevens, Billy Idol's axe man. It's <laughs> code name, dude. Stevie Stevenson. <laughs> so Hi, yeah. I'm Trader Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe Trader. Meet Trader Joe. You know it, it, what we're doing, uh, viewers, listeners, uh, is whenever you go to a strip club or a, a high-end pussy John- party in the hills, <laughs> you never give your real name. You Johnny make, Sepulveda. Yeah, Sepulveda Johnny. <laughs> Stephen Michaels. <I'm- laughs> Hi, this is my friend Michael Fitzpatrick. Meet Patrick Fitzmichael. <laughs> So, hi, this is John Hancock. Meet Hancock John. <laughs> you know, so this is, you're probably going, what is the point of this podcast? And it's really just so the three of us can, uh, you know, we were part of the uh, the greatest takedown in, in comedy history. <laughs> you know, there was... Uh, I got a text about it the other day. I mean, that, that show is still like, talked I mean, about. When was by, that? By you right now. Right. Hello. <laughs> Uh, Lois is getting a little unnerved. Um, <laughs> She's a Jason Garrett fan. Yeah, yeah. Lois takes uh, vagina. Uh, Lois, my dog, got uh, labia reconstruction. Um, Jesus, so, uh, yeah, but let's talk about the mostly normal show. That's how we. No, we have to though, because we have history. The three of us. Yeah, we do. I, I don't remember uh, how we met. How did the. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know how we. I mean, we met at the store. I'd imagine. Yeah, we, like, we thought you were funny from the back of the room at the comedy store. Yeah, and I remember thinking uh, you were funny on the. Uh, King, you did a King Kong rape joke, or no? Oh, what? Yeah. What was his end game? Yeah, and, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> 
We're at Red Rock. Right. <laughs> Which was funny to me because I, I used hated Red Rock. Oh, Red Rock was all right. I mean, it was, I know, was insecure. Yeah, yeah, but you still are. Dude. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't like my peers. Well, they didn't like you either. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, you I were, did. I like them now. I didn't like them at the time. You were kind of back then seen as kind of a high-end gopher mook. I mean, <laughs> wait, can you explain exactly what that is? Yeah, <laughs> a high-end. I mean, you gopher were just mook. like some dude who was like on the scene giving advice. I mean, you know, hey, do this joke here. I mean, you know, I've literally never done that. Oh my god, we I were saw never it. on the scene. We were like three seconds into comedy. There was no scene. Yeah, but we this were... guy, <laughs> this guy's what they call in the Hollywood business. He was, he was a real uh, Palmer Woodrow. I mean, just always trying to glad hand his way onto shows and. <laughs> You know, getting in with the Jay Davis crowd and, oh, and all the high-end uh, Hollywood room freakers and, uh, you know, always, you know, and and possibly the worst host ever. <laughs> That's the story we should tell. But let, let's get to the mostly normal. That's You guys had a show at the Hollywood Improv. You know, the one lab, of, the lab, yeah. the improv lab. We have to make sure that's clear. Where it was, you know, sketches, videos. Yeah, it was like a talk show, a yeah. variety show. And then uh, because one time you were doing a, a bringer show at the comedy store. I did. I did a main room bringer show. A burger and Jason Garrett production. Yep. And uh, and I had a friend in the audience who yeah. saw Jason Garrett do Mitch Mullaney's set like word for word act out for act out Crazy. it was and and i and he came up to me my friend came up to me after the show was like dude that dude that guy did all did all mitch Mullaney's material and i already didn't like the guy he was already kind of a dick. he was rude to you yeah it was a dick he was a rude to everybody there um he ran bringer shows at the comedy store. He was obviously not a good person. Um, Why would you say that? Because <laughs> you kind of have to be. Uh, and yeah, and it was like that was a Monday night. And I think our show was on a Wednesday night. And so. And so. AA meeting in West Hollywood when Eric yeah. texted me. I was walking. With the log cabin on Robertson? No, the West Hollywood Recovery Center, dude. It was like one in the morning. Gruber hit, hit me up. I remember that. Oh, I uh, bet. And I, all of a sudden, the plan just came to me. I was like, oh, I know what we have to do. We've got the show on Wednesday. Let's call him out. And. And it just and I called I called you Earl I called Ari Shafir I called Mac Lindsay I was like here's what I'm thinking about doing Tripoli Tripoli yeah uh, and Eleanor Eleanor right yeah we call all the the heavy hitters of the late night comedy store all uh, the all the jackals <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it really was it go for Luke. Would you stop interrupting him? You're Jesus. killing the vibe of the story, dude. I mean, um, so you call all the the high end yeah, jackalopes. Honestly, my friend and I was like, it was my roommate at the time, and he was like, "This was Mitch Mullaney's material," right. and I already hated him. I was like, "Oh, here's what we have to do." It was like immediately that was like, I, I was like, "Oh, this is a perfect plan." So the next day, I like Facebook messaged him and was like, "Yo, you want to do my show on Wednesday night?" And I like. He was like, sure. And all the time I had the whole idea was to like play the video of Mitch Mullaney right. doing his act, doing Mitch Mullaney's act right after this guy, Jason Garrett, 
did you know never happened though it barely happened it was a disaster uh it's you know yeah we i had 48 hours to set it up i did not set it up properly um that's an understatement yeah. <laughs> and i just remember asking you before the show what if he doesn't do the same joke so i mean what if he just does other material and you're like he will yeah there were, he didn't have i i had seen him a few times and he had only ever done that material. He didn't have any other material. And we were right. He did that material. It's not like... The pr the problem wasn't that he didn't do the material. The problem is that I didn't have the video stuff set up properly. But I think that made it better. Because <laughs> when you guys were fumbling around like <laughs> like people with their fingers cut off. <laughs> trying to get Mitch Mullaney's... I was so nervous. He was on stage with us. I like... Weird. It was very weird. It was very uncomfortable. I was already... Like the show already made me nervous. It was already like borderline a mistake <laughs> like it was already it would there is something like that just doesn't happen it was yeah, and then we're not we weren't like 10 years into comedy no, at the time where we had no idea that it was going to be like as big a deal as it came out yeah. to be i had no idea but the energy really, was, it was such a thing that like people kept talking about it for a long time that like weren't our close friends yeah, it like it wasn't just you it was like everyone talked about it to a point where like we had no one. We had no idea it was gonna become that. Two. We had no idea that like anyone was gonna give a shit or write about it, yeah, which know. like newspapers did. And three. We it just like it almost got annoying because we were like, what did we do? No, <laughs> like no idea. I really my only my only desire was to take this guy down and to like have fun that night which and is like. Why it was so awesome. Cause that was the only. Intention. Yeah, I really. It was you know he was a joke thief and he was more. But more importantly, he was a scumbag uh and yeah. he was an asshole and that's like and i didn't like him and it was like it, it kind of was a perfect storm it was just like oh this just fell into my lap let's just do it and it was it was no thought as to like the future of kind of like the consequences of it you know really even came into play tripoli was on the fence yeah tripoli was like yeah don't get involved or like yeah. don't you know bobby even bobby lee even said later on he was like you know like so what people steal jokes just why don't you just go write some more yeah. you know and like you know the all advice was a little too late <laughs> but, yeah. but the, the funny my fair part of the show was one sandro iocolano went up and left because he thought he didn't do well because he didn't even know it was gonna happen yeah, nobody did. there was like five people who knew it was gonna yeah. happen. yeah and then yeah you me earl yeah, macklin's yeah the, it was just the a couple delta force <laughs> <laughs> And the other funny part was we had Chelsea Peretti on the show. She just like moved to L.A. and the show was like like running behind by twenty. Late already. Yeah. It was. It was a now. It wasn't twenty minutes. It was like. So she was the headliner. She goes up first. Does she just kills? It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so Earl has to headline after after this disaster happens. After the guy runs out, Chris Neff is yelling at him. Homophobic with, uh, rants. Yeah, with Matt Nose filming on his iPhone three or whatever. And uh, I think Earl, uh, no, I think Nose was using his uh, viewfinder. <laughs> well, you go up. Yeah, you, you guys go. threw me to the wolves. Yeah, and you killed. The, it was the best set. It might have been the best set I've ever had. It was the best comedy I've ever seen up until that point. I've been doing comedy for a week, but 
I mean, you know, I, I just remember going, I don't want to go up, man. How am I going to follow this? And, uh, I mean, this is crazy. You did great. It's so easy to follow. Like, you just ripped on the, the whole thing. It was a, You did great. It yeah, but, so I mean, the, the energy in that. And let me tell you guys something real fast, man. We only have another hour and 29 minutes <laughs> on the recorder. Uh, I've been to Super Bowls. I've been to World Series. I've been to Stanley. Awesome. Yeah. I've been to Stanley Cup Finals. I've been to Kentucky Derbies. I've been to the original Kiss reunion shows. <laughs> I, I've been to WrestleManias. I, I've been to uh, the high end of the high end sporting events. Always in the VIP seats because that's how I roll. I mean, I'm not sitting up with there with the El Pollo Loco workers. I don't think anyone that worked at El Pollo Loco was at the Super Bowl. And nothing beat the energy in that room that night. I mean, it was yeah, just it was like I was expecting Kiss to come out and <laughs> to the uh, opening chords of Detroit Rock City. And yeah, then, the f and the, the fumbling around only made it that yeah, much. You guys playing around with your laptop and Carlos squirming like jim j bullock in the grotto at the playboy mansion because <laughs> it, uh. did, it did get around like we only told five people but like the with place was packed with people with like who knew that it was going to happen uh and so everyone was just on edge everyone yeah i felt bad for pamela walt who like went with him they were like friends well yeah then, she like came to hang out with him i bet and then literally the guy just disappeared he literally i like, tweeted the next day that like revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah, <laughs> so like, come back. Uh, he still has come back. Yeah, but I mean, none of us write scripts anyway, so it's not like he's gonna burn us. Who cares? I mean, uh, you know, he's so inconsequential. Yeah. It really, you know, looking back, he was such so inconsequential to anything yeah. that like we made him probably made a more of a, a bigger deal than it probably needed to be. Yeah. But it was fun. It was I had fun. It was like exciting. We made the video afterwards, which was great. Um, and also oh, yeah. the best thing the the premiere was amazing a month later and the red carpet yeah yeah <laughs> and the best thing Mitch Mullaney's father and his family like reached out to me and like was re very happy and thanked me profusely about yeah. defending his honor and really you know was very happy that like I like stopped this guy from you know from stealing you know what was Mitch Mullaney's you know soul his work right. you know that really you know which that made that made it all worth it you know yeah, like forget about all like the either the positive press or the negative press that we got from it or like you know the hype that surrounded it it was cool just to like do it for the do it for that reason that that made it kind of all worth it i guess um people still talk about it they though. do it's really? Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. It's like the night of the joke thief yeah. takedown. Yeah. I have random people at open mics. I bet. <laughs> open Gary, too. <laughs> you love those open mics. Um, but that was the great thing was Mitch Mullaney was a, like a white comic who could play black rooms. He could play any rooms. He was a white male black comic. Right. I mean... Yeah. yeah, I think it's a Wayne's Brothers movie. Uh, it's the '90s Crystalia. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, essentially, and then uh, you know, this guy stealing jokes was not a comic who could play black rooms. I mean, no, no he could barely play white rooms. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, he's like OJ did it. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Well, was I, terrible. I can't blame him for doing outdated jokes. I mean, <laughs> I'm doing jokes about a Night Ranger video right now. It's <laughs> killing. It's killing. 
Yeah, they did a video called. Nobody uh, cares. No, I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> no, you can't pee in the middle of a podcast. You got to hold it, dude. Okay, I mean, we're gonna wrap things up in a minute. You know, have we been recording this whole time? Yeah. Oh man, this is like an hour. Just started. We're, let me see. Uh, <laughs> we started this. Let me see. No, actually, oh, I forgot. I can't pee, but you can get up to check the time. I forgot to hit record. I think I don't think we. No, we we've been. Uh, oh yeah, we're like an, <laughs> at an hour and ten minutes, man. We're nice. Not, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hello. I mean, you go. You can't pee in the middle of a podcast, you dope. Um, so to bring things full, I am the host. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. Let's get, let's get to that. It's another hour. Let's get to that story. So, uh, I was uh, offered to uh, headline a show at the uh, Sunday night, of course. Uh, <laughs> the, at the American Comedy Company, and I was told I could bring whoever I want. So you brought three thousand people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I made about twenty dollars that show after I had to pay everyone out of my own pocket. Yeah, you owe me fifty. Still. Do you? <laughs> do you owe me fifty? Oh, yeah, you're, you owe me. I'm literally in your million dollar condo right now. You owe me fifty, dude. Your pay was docked for your performance, so. I Doc decided Willis. Doc uh, Dokken, <laughs> Dokken, rocking with Dokken. George Lynch, the guitar player, uh, injects his dick with pork fat. So um, I know it's a girl. Who, I know <laughs> I know a girl who used to hit the bone zone with him. And uh, is that a gay club? No, it might be. <laughs> Me and Gruber and Carlos want to open up a string of nightclubs in the city, uh, and Sandra wants to get in on the back end. Uh, we want to call it the Bone Zone, and then right next door, the Gash House. The, ga the Gash Station. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if our comedy careers don't work out, which they probably won't, uh, you know, we're going to be opening up. We're going to be like the Mitchell Brothers in San Francisco in the 70s, you know. Nobody knows who that is. The string of porn uh, operators back in the Dizzy. So I get this gig. I said, well, I'm the only headliner who had to drive everyone. <laughs> and pay for the gas. I mean, you guys we were... We offered. We offered. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just too late to turn back at that point. So I'm I'm bringing the eight comics I booked. Uh, plus Dean. Uh, plus Dean. <laughs> Dean, he gets in there. You know, he's a networker. He, he knows what... He puts his finger in the air. He knows which way the wind blows. And uh, ass. yeah, well, I mean, you know, who knows? Uh, I don't know what's going on. Chris is always nice to me. I'll me, say that. Me too. You know, I mean, he's got a lot of haters because he's just successful. So, uh, you, you know, I, but, but I remember meeting Dalia at my ex-girlfriend's shitty open mic in Reseda. And he was as nice to me now as he was then. So, I mean, you know, listen, we all love Dalia here. No, no, I'm just saying. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, you know, he's the mountaintop, baby. You gotta like, you gotta kiss the brass ring and make sure everyone's in with him. I just wanna, you know, everyone's in, everyone's in man. I mean, I started doing, uh, I started doing open mics with Whitney at the uh, Sportsman's Lodge. I haven't talked to her since the Barry Katz pilot. I mean. When I went deep on a racial joke out of the shoot, and uh, <laughs> I thought I'd go for it. Like hockey terms. <laughs> deep. Out I went. Of the shoot. I went Al Davis style. Deep. Long bomb with a rape joke and Ooh, packed main room. Yeah. It's a date. Barry Katz here loves us. Dude, <laughs> oh, dude, here's the thing. It was a dating show called One Night Stand Up. 
god. The girl never sees you. She picks your from your Based act. On the act. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm sure she wants to go out with the guy just a rape show. So it's eight <laughs> comics. Everyone's killing. Everyone's looking at their notes. I'm like, what are you guys doing, man? Let's just freestyle, man. (laughs) I mean, even guys like Ian Bagg were like, okay, I'm going to do this joke here. I'm going to do this joke there. And he's like been on TV a million times. And then you had other uh, Patrick Keene, you know, some really funny dudes. And uh, the guy before me, Rob Pugh, a Canadian comic, killed. I mean, it's almost a standing ovation. So the card was set for Big Daddy to carry the ball into the end zone. And uh, I get out there and, uh, you know, rat jokes. this is the, well, that was later. That was the closer. And, uh, I, I thought, well, I'm going to really go, I'm going to throw the long bomb. Why? You were already at the five yard line. You don't throw the long bomb at the five yard line. (laughs) You do that. You do. I should have taken a delay of game penalty. So I had more room to throw it. So I said, this was right around the time of the Duke lacrosse rape case where the two black hookers said sure. that the whole lacrosse team raped him and then that it later became known that they were lying and i said hey uh you know everyone uh the captain of the lacrosse team had a degree in economics so if anyone knew 47 didn't go into two it was this guy and literally nothing <laughs> dave taylor in the back laughing that's amazing. And then I got really scared, and I did a blacks and hockey joke. That <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, blacks, uh, you know, they play hockey too, but they have white names. I mean, you know, the only sport left is horse racing. Well, that's not exactly true. Uh, the ones doing the work are still black. Jesus. And nothing. Yeah. And then I just start sweating. <laughs> Packed main room, cameras on me, Barry Katz in the corner with his arms folded like Belichick on the sidelines <laughs> so I get off and he's like hey man love the dark stuff so I thought I was in and then I never heard back everyone got asked to go back on a date but me was that a pilot and then, it's a pilot but it, it never, never aired, aired. Yeah. so uh, you know I've done a lot of unaired pilots uh, you so know. was Carlos yeah I mean Carlos has done Tip. more pilots than uh, a pilot fucker <laughs> How many done pilots more, have you done? He's done more, done more pilots than a stewardess. Right. <laughs> How many pilots have you done? Two. Uh, the Astro pilot. Yeah. And uh, the second yeah. of the Astro pilot. Yeah, so you've basically done one done pilot one in pilot. rough cut form. Yeah. <laughs> now, why didn't the Astro pilot? She has a lot of heat. She's got major backing. Why didn't that uh, ever they change take presidents? Off? They changed presidents. They changed presidents. Yeah. Right. So Obama's responsible. <laughs> For the Astro pilot, said it, dude. No, well, that uh, the MTV changed presidents, and so it wasn't like a thing anymore. So the new president didn't like the pilot. Yeah, they wanted like everything that she she wanted to like do a whole new slate. The Astro pilot was like the baby of the former president. Right. Oh, really? Well, that happens a lot in the music world. Bands get signed, they change presidents, and then, then they don't really bands never make it. Yeah. So fake it till you make it by the way i have an album out on itunes if anyone's interested oh, yeah. in uh, earl alive earl alive currently on uh, what's the ranking uh and ter- in terms of a tune tune core statistics it i think worked. i sold 28 copies in four years wow. so i need uh, some major label to help pick up the ball and get the promotional uh it's a really a finally recorded album Dude, buy a billboard um, I might buy the Dumbbells billboard after that uh, Fabio for Best Actor consideration it's goes like down. a million dollars a month, probably. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a good album. The jokes are there. 
<laughs> I mean, a lot of people. Where is it recorded? Uh, it was uh, recorded with my Zoom <laughs> Zoom recorder, but unfortunately, I had it uh, facing the wrong direction. So it's mostly crowd. So no, it's actually mostly the reverberation of my voice against the back wall of the annex at the ice house. Wow. I mean, a lot of people have said the album is so bad that when they uh, downloaded it, uh, they uploaded it right back to me. So I've got a lot of returns to deal with. Uh, but, you know, that that's... Uh, that's like you your know. Big Mama's House joke. Yeah, <laughs> Big Mama's House, I never saw. I saw Big Mama's House actually at the Magic Johnson Theater on La Brea. <laughs> There's three... Isn't that where you lived it? Yeah, yeah, Magic. I think that's where he got the HIV. I mean... Uh, Dude. I had some popcorn there and I got a lesion about 10 minutes in. <laughs> right. <laughs> right by Dodger Stadium. Come on. I know what time it is. What time is it? It's time to wrap this fucking <laughs> podcast. This podcast. That's good improv. Yeah. Well, see, that's why I got kicked out of the ground lines. I mean, we've been doing, I mean, this, you know, this podcast is just to uh, get people in touch with the LA comedy community. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Future guests will include heavy hitters. Dude, what are you gonna bring up their names on my episode? Yeah. Who is this? Future guest. I've got David uh, Arquette. Man, <laughs> man sorry. Man, sorry. <laughs> uh, tentatively scheduled. I've got David Arquette coming in. He's gonna talk about from Scream Three. From Scream Three, uh, his brother, who is now his sister. Uh, <laughs> no, well, you know Rosanna Arquette. You know. Patricia I Arquette. I thought I saw her downtown. Oh, what are you doing? Their school. Wikipedia page? Uh, <laughs> here's the great thing about the Arquette family. Their oh, history. Dude, tell us, please. Dude. <laughs> their, his sister Rosanna was the legendary Toto song Rosanna. That's who that song is. Oh, really? Because Jeff Picaro from Toto, which Toto, a lot of people don't know this, was Michael Jackson's backing band. On I the didn't album. know that. Yeah. I think uh, the big ones. <laughs> and uh, they were all big, I guess. But I mean, in, in his prime, like before he started molesting kids, and uh, you know, before he started. Well, I mean, listen, when you're playing video games in your underwear, giving out cans of soda, I mean, that's probably, you know, maybe shouldn't have been. Whoa, whoa, Lois is getting some. Lois must have just had a biscuit. She had a quick burst. <laughs> So uh, yeah. so his sister, that was Roseanne, and then his brother, who's now his sister, he had like a, I'm not sure if he had a sex change, but he now lives as a woman. Um, he was the kid in the She's a Beauty video. And uh, yeah, they do. I'm telling you. I saw the singer from the tubes once at the gym, <laughs> Fee Wable. And I, you know, Which show gym? You, uh, this was at uh, Better Bodies on Olympic. And uh <laughs> <laughs> It's Olympic and Sautel. I went to show you what a ham and egger I am. Oh, that's a good burger place over there. I went up to this guy, a burger at the comedy store, and uh, <laughs> I went up to Fee Wable, the singer of the tubes, and I said, hey, man, I'm a big fan. I wish you guys never broke up. And he looked at me and goes, we didn't. We're playing in Ukaipa Friday. So I opened for the tubes in Ukaipa. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so David Arquette's going to be on the show. I'm trying to get Russell Peters. I'm trying to get Rob Schneider. Eric Oligny. Uh, I'm trying to get a Roller Girl from the Ding Dong Show. Uh, <laughs> roller Girl. I I don't think she's in it anymore. Are you gonna have Don Barris? Uh, Don Barris will hopefully be on. Uh, I'm trying to get people with followings. So uh, 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, just any, you know, there's so many bad podcasts out there. You know, like which ones? <laughs> well, um, well, there's a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people kill Earl. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the problem with podcasts is uh, they're I'm so. A, I'm in the life squad. They're, they're so cheap to do. Now you're bombing on a podcast, <laughs> dude. If these are your alt jokes, you better cut bait. Go out Kurt Cobain style. So you I'm can, in the pro life squad. Oh my god, dude. You better go back to the fucking mail room or triad. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I don't really want to be on a network because I think, and I'm actually being serious, you get lumped in with every show on the network and no one really goes to see your show. So I'd rather suffer in the beginning and then just build up the name and hopefully get to following. I mean,. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go on Death Squad, there's like 20 shows. There's Rogan show. There's Kill Tony. I don't know what I'm doing, dude. I mean, it, I mean, uh, you go on uh, like what's another uh, like All Things Comedy. There's like 50 shows on. Right. So I mean, what do you get for nothing? Nothing. <laughs> you better have another energy drink. I think you're starting to fade into oblivion. So, uh, where'd you wash that shirt at the wrinkle store? I mean, <laughs> the wrinkle, the wrinkle I, <laughs> I set you up for that one. Carlos is obsessed with the co-founders of Facebook, the Winkle Voss. Oh yeah. You called me when you saw him at Equinox. You said, yeah, because they're always there and they, all they do is pull-ups. I mean, that's, <laughs> they both go there. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. moved they to work. my, they moved to my neighborhood, dude. Just be cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Dude. <laughs> You don't want to make you don't want to make fun of the Winklevoss twins. Trust me, this this podcast will be blacklisted. Blacklist uh, start Tuesday nights with James Spader, and uh, <laughs> that's a good show. I like that show. Near list, that's yeah, pretty inward list. So, <laughs> dude, come on, man, P play it cool. I mean, just dude, know, act like you've been. Don't be before. an idiot. Act like you've been on a podcast before. This isn't the Alley Cats. <laughs> You know, you and Dan Katz in a kitchen asking me, <laughs> Danny Katz. <laughs> so, I mean, do you guys have anything you want to plug other than your ass? I'm good. No, yeah, I'm cool. Wait, <laughs> you don't have... The Earl's No, it's Inappropriate Earl Cast. <laughs> I don't know uh, when this will air. This will air on iTunes and all the hip sites, the stand-up live... Uh, What's the website Ari I, has? I don't know. Stand up, stand up. I don't talk. even know who Ari Manis is. He's a good man, dude. He's the he's. Good is he good looking? Yeah. <laughs> I'll is plug he, my Twitter page. Is he good CJ looking? Herrera. What, what what you got to do? You got to promote. You got to say like today, both of you got to send out. Hey, just did, and, and then people it gets a buzz going. Yeah, but you're supposed to say this when you stop recording, dude. No, no, I'm saying it while we're recording, uh, just so people get the inner workings of uh -huh, oh, how to make it, dude. I oh, mean, God. this is how you promote. So you send out a tweet. Hey, had a great Can I send time. Send the Astro Pilot to the Rain Agency and get a rep. I mean, dude. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Tower Two has a better chance of being rebuilt. <laughs> Tower Two, but Esther's working it. She's uh, she's yeah, on she top. Ki she's killing it. She, uh, yeah, I mean, she don't need uh, my help. I need her help. I mean, you know, you know, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm just trying to make it before I'm fifty. So you have an it. hour. I got five. <laughs> I, I got five years before uh, you know I quit. So, Jesus, dude. You know, uh, wow. Endless, endless on a dark note. 
Yeah, yeah, real on dark. No. I mean, Jesus. Dude. All right, so you guys got nothing to plug. Nothing. I plug my Twitter page. At What's C- your Twitter page? I spell it at, at CJ Herrera. How do you spell it? At CJ. H-E-R-R-E-R-A. And, uh, oh! Uh, <laughs> uh, Gruber, what's your Twitter? Glitch. But I don't tweet. My Just follow Barack Obama's Twitter. That's right, right. That's, that's at... That's a good one. He yeah. likes the bulls. Uh, Barack Obama's Twitter is at uh, Shabadoo Quinones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I voted for half of Obama. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> I mean, listen... I didn't vote for Obama. I saw how good the two black presidents did on 24. I'm like, I'd rather have a Mexican in there. Jesus. Hey, by the way, 24, that show, I tell you what, uh, they're bringing it back, Reno, Nevada (laughs) comedy night. They're bringing back 24. I'm super psyched. I mean, although that show jumped the shark, in my opinion, when uh, Kiefer Sutherland uh, got a DUI in real life and uh, spent 48 hours in jail, I mean... That's like 70 seasons. I mean, hello. No, it's two seasons. I know, but you got to exaggerate in oh, comedy. I'm working out. This has now turned into an open mic podcast <laughs> where each of us are going to do one joke. Here's what we're going to do when no, this airs. No, no, no. We're done. I got to pee. No, you don't. You got to what? What's go over to Dee Dee. Re- you got to go over to Dee Dee Reese's house for the, uh, af- Dee Dee Reese's. afternoon delight. We use code names here. Uh, <laughs> no, we do. You know, we we had to avoid several topics of discussion today because you know we're just trying to play it cool, and uh, we're gonna get to those subjects when uh, the mics are off. The, the mics are off and uh, back page, oh, back yeah. page and. Uh, <laughs> You know, we're just, you know, we're just three guys trying to make it. And, uh, you know, this podcast went a little longer than I anticipated, but that's because we have a lot to talk about and we barely scratched the surface here. Oh, yeah, we'll have us back on. Yeah, we're going to have you. After the Arquette episode. We're going to have you back on. Why don't you guys, you're such an ass kisser. That Me? Why, why? Why don't you come in when Arquette's here and oh, try and sell him some of your shitty scripts? Yeah, hey Dave, I got a great pitch. Uh, it's uh, ready to rumble too. Oh, that was a good movie. It was. David Arquette at one point was a WCW heavyweight champion. What? Yeah, that's well. You know, they were doing Ready to Rumble. It was a wrestling movie, and they thought for the you know for the publicity, it would be great if he actually won the WCW title. So he, if you look it up in any wrestling book. And it, there's Ric Flair, there's Sid Vicious, there's uh, Kevin Nash, and then uh, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP, and uh, whose uh, closing move was the Diamond Cutter, and, uh, and uh, Hulk Hogan, and uh, and then you have David Arquette as wow. the WCW, Bill Goldberg, Jewish, who's the only Jewish heavyweight champion. What about there's another Goldberg, wasn't there? Uh, no, uh, well there was Gold Dust, who was the gay character in makeup. Who are you texting? We're wrapping it up, dude. You got no one to text. What are you <laughs> texting your lady? What are you mad? Would you text your fiance? Just checking the weather. Yeah, it's you're cold in here. Yeah, <laughs> this podcast is ending about as good as WCW in '99. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, all right, guys. Get your references. I know, but this is the this is the he's deal. High end eighties. You you AIDS have is high end eighties. You have to stand out in the podcast world. Yeah. I just didn't have you guys on here to go. So tell us about the state of comedy. <laughs> I mean, this is the real deal. This yeah, is. Well, we got to do a part two. We're gonna do a part two. We might even do a part three. We might even, <laughs> you know, part four. What is this, an audio book? I uh, mean, this, <laughs> this podcast. Uh, I want to have Josh Martin do an audio book of War and Peace. Page one. <laughs> um, and uh, coming up soon is Don Fry, legendary uh, UFC. He fought in the first uh, UFC where he literally fought a taxi cab driver. I mean, that. that do you guys, are you guys into UFC at all? Yeah, I'm, into, I'm into town cars. I don't really. All right. Uh, well, you've. Yeah, all right. We're, we're, I'm giving myself the light uh, for Carlos Rera, uh, Eric back in the New York Gruber. Uh, uh, I'm Earl Skagel. Uh, this is Lois. Lois. This is uh, Lois. Is like the my sidekick. The lowest denominator. This. That's another podcast that'll be on the John Lovitz Network. Uh, this is uh, Earl Skakel for the Inappropriate Earl cast. I'm not sure which uh, episode this will be. They're kind of done out of order because we're a low-budget production here at the Earl Skakel West Hollywood uh, studio. Larry. Signing off, Larry. guys. North stay Santa. white. <laughs>